this is where I think every company fucks up is that they think that marketing is like mechanics, that it's a function that you do. You do X, Y, and Z and the outcome is B, let's call it. It is not, marketing is not the act of putting out a picture or the act of putting out a video or the act of putting out uh, a logo. Marketing is taking the narrative that you want and you believe in yourself and projecting that through the tools of marketing, which are social media, how you do your PR. Just show Just everything. Just show everything. Everything. And that's, that's what we the did. Key word. And so people everything. really started getting interested. They're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, people are like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? I'm Jake the Rover. My life goal is simple. WWE star called Mr. America. My name is Leslie Carls. My nickname is The Panda, and I run this ship. Nick, just Nick. Can I get a midday squares? All right, we are back. We took a week off, but you guys won't hear that week off. But we are back, and this is the Midday Squares Uncensored Podcast, where we talk about family business, entrepreneurship, chocolate, and whatever fucks are on our mind. So we're going to start the show off a little bit different this week. We have a good friend in the studio. Her name's Sophia. Everybody give snaps to Sophia. And I know you guys. So yesterday when I was trying to figure out what the show was going to be about, because as much as, as much as it's fun to get on here, it's always, you know, it's always hard and you put this pressure on yourself to want to come out and give a great show. So I got on the Instagram and I was just like, what do you guys want to hear about? And like one of the main things was what is the next flavor? And so although we can't reveal. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What the next flavor is, I thought it would be fun to have somebody do a live taste test. So, so Sophia's from Toronto. Hopefully she's going to be joining the team, but that's a conversation for another time. (laughs) Um, And she's been dying to try the new flavor. So Sophia, you're about to try the flavor on the show. You can absolutely not say what it tastes like because that would give it away. Um, but you can just describe what you're feeling, good or bad. Okay, so let's 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 get that. You can describe emotions before yeah. you try. It is important to be transparent as possible. If it's if it's bad, say it's bad. I will. All right, here we go. We ready? Let's try to get that 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 bite that breaking open. Done. Yeah. Dun, so I didn't dun. open it because I wanted to open it and have the whole experience. Okay, I just opened it. Okay, it smells amazing. (laughs) I'm so pumped. I've honestly been waiting for this for so long. Okay, it looks really smooth. I'm about to taste it, guys. Be honest, please. Mm. Mm. I'm like not ready. I'm not prepared for this right now. Okay, so the texture is incredible. I personally like it when it's a little bit cold, which it is right now. Mm, so there's like the perfect kind of chocolatey mm, wait sorry i'm like just appreciating it right now (laughs) (laughs) we like that that's Mm. a good sign guys (laughs) okay okay without divulging too much the textures are on point there's like that crunchiness but like it's really smooth it's not like an overwhelming flavor of sweetness which is something that i personally always look forward to and why i like midday squares it's not ever too sweet and it's just like i'm like really happy right now i'm gonna take another bite 
you've tasted mm. the mm. other. The second bite is better. You've tasted the other mm-hmm. flavors. Yeah. Where do you rate this in comparison to the other two? Rank all of them. Rank all of them. Oh, my guys. Okay. I honestly, I think this is my new favorite. I love almond crunch because I do like that little like crunchy texture on the top, but this one just feels really smooth and like very decadent without it being sweet. So I feel like this one would be kind of like the perfect go-to. And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Sophia. We got her in at number one. She came in here and gave the new flavor a number one. Could you imagine? Sophia, thank you for doing that live taste test. And we'd like you to just say shout out crew love and uh, goodbye. Shout out crew love. Love you guys and obsessed with this already. Woo! I need to finish it right now. Let's fucking go. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get into the show. Sophia, you are the best. Sophia's actually going to stay and she's going to be filming this week. So thank you very much for that. But a little bit of what I want to talk to is that so many people, I think there's like a really, really, really big um, misconception of marketing and what marketing is and what's branding and what does it mean to be a brand or, or not. And so I want to start, I want to have the theme of this show be what is marketing really? And, and this was brought up to us by some of the Crew Love members. And so we're going to get into that. And before we get into that, guys, it's been two weeks since I've seen you in here. And so how's it going? Jake and I literally always look at each other <laughs> once again. She can um, go first. I, I think that it would be good to ju- get, just give a quick weekly roundup. You know, like we haven't sat together and talked for uh, some time. Um, the last week was quite challenging here at Midday Squares. Uh, we went through a lot of ups and downs. Today, I actually feel really good. Uh, Friday was a intense day, I think, for all three of us. And What happened without giving too much? Uh, um, we found out some pretty detrimental news Thursday morning in regards to the financial health of the company. And something that had been, you know, it, w- it was an error made Um but it was an error that that is 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 going to affect us. And Nick approached me and told me what had happened, and I needed time to process it. And then Jake was coming back, and he was on let top me, of the world. Let me let me explain that from my my own point of view. Yeah, because I could get yeah. I I could get in on this too because I exp- <laughs> yeah, yeah okay Jake it, you it, tell it's the story. Ugly. Here. So so yeah, <laughs> something obviously very bad happened. Um, human error, which it happens in life, but this one was a bad one, and um. I actually have been spending months, I don't think any of you guys know this, even I don't even think Leslie and Nick knew this, but I've been spending months trying to kind of like find my rhythm again and find out like myself and be like, you know, who is Jake and like kind of find that identity aspect. And it was, I I was struggling. I was having trouble and, you know, I was kind of, yeah. Which is something that I find weird, Jake, because it's not weird. I get it. Actually, I completely get it. Cause when I like for me watching you, your, your role is so clear in my mind yeah. because like the company just can't serve. Like I'm looking at you right now. You guys all know <laughs> I, we talk about this other show all the time. I'm obsessed with Jake. Like I just, his look, he's like my, I can't look at him. He's, you're, you're like my, <laughs> but like what's really fucked up is like, you don't see it, Jake. And we were actually just talking about this yesterday of just 
how much you've grown in such a short, short period of time. And I think that the identity crisis that you that you were having for a few months is absolutely normal when you're actually moving at quicker speeds than your body can even handle. And so there's times where you're just questioning everything, but you're really discovering and figuring things out. Like in 20 months, you started in one division and you've moved to 20. Yeah, you moved to 20, but you're finally, like you said. I found it. Yeah, you found it. And, and it's and it's so evident and you're so good at it and it, it couldn't be more of a perfect fit for you but like getting to there is actually really challenging yeah right? like just to uh. just to set the stage for everybody listening you have to understand okay it's friday uh it's got to be 3 p.m we're fucking burnt spent i am i had just come off of i left thursday once i got the news i went into like a deep depression and just basically went home and stayed mm-hmm. in bed until that next day and then i was still fucking gas and i came to the office and I think me and Les were both pretty spent and we got into a little bit of an argument um, that I was in the wrong with. Like I just, I was using her as a punching bag and I was just so, I was so fucking exhausted and Jake comes out of nowhere like fucking Superman. No, like literally, no, you came out of nowhere like Superman, but you got to, I'm going to paint a picture because you're wearing a floral open like shirt Hawaiian shirt Hawaiian shirt he's got this red bandana on <laughs> he looks like a fucking like like a like an angel floating through the clouds and appears in front of Les and I and gives <laughs> if you guys have listened and we're going to cue this in, in the show no no <laughs> Nick's been talking about the speech all weekend by the way all anymore. weekend it oh my God. was if you guys have listened to the Braveheart speech and we'll cue that in the notes it was William Wallace if you <laughs> <laughs> you can never take no wait wait it was you, too much no it, it went something like this you can take our lives but you can never take our fucking freedom and I, I just like he left the room it was like a mic drop thing too he came in did his thing dropped the mic and got the fuck out I, I actually didn't know what happened I was looking at you bamboozled yeah you, you were Nick was really Nick bamboozled Nick was bamboozled but, but, but more importantly that so would that, not have happened yeah so that was the day ago. after the dramatic and the problem with the dramatic was I, I finally felt that I was like feeling fucking good on Thursday just imagine this I was flying high I left the office I went to go visit some of my retailers to go give them some love chat with them had an amazing conversation felt the energy that I used to feel when I used to be in the stores came back I was just Jacked up in my Jeep, convertible down in the Jeep because the Wranglers have a uh, you know a manual thing, tanning, blasting music we'll like post that video. girls just want to have fun and stuff. All that kind of music was killing it. Coming, I was filling myself while driving. You don't even understand. I come back so jazzed, so jazzed. But Leslie texted me saying. I need to speak to you. I didn't think it was bad. No, but like, I didn't say that. I said, when will you be back? Oh, yeah, because I back? don't. I like to approach this. I don't want to create stress. But I came back. Come on, the firepower that I had was I, I could have broke I could have broke the door down. Could I cue in here? Yeah. So keep in mind while you're doing this, I'm in my bed depressed. Yeah, you're depressed. So I, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I go, I wake up from a long nap, <laughs> I open my phone and I see Jake killing it on Instagram. <laughs> and I said, Oh fuck, he doesn't know yet. And so I I call Newman for everybody if you don't know Newman yet uh, Newman's like Newman was like the first employee at Midday Squares ever she's just whole. the best she's just like Newman. She, she's Newman and there's Newman. no other way she's my arch nemesis here. yeah and so I called Newman up I'm like Jake doesn't know yet eh and she's like he was just saying that I'm like yeah I, I watched his good vibes and I'm like I'm rattled that someone has to tell Jake like because when I see Jake's spirit get broken there's nothing that it's, that's, the, it's the worst it's the worst I go into a very bad place yeah 
So then I went to Leslie's office because I knew she had to speak to me about something. I didn't think it was that bad. Like, you know, maybe it was something about Instagram or like posting social stuff. I don't know. So I come in there. She's not looking cool right now. She's like very like, she's like, sit down, please. So I sit down and then I see Newman coming from behind with the camera because she likes to film everything. So now I know something's off. Okay. And Leslie breaks the news and my face just dropped. You, you you had you both you and Nick both had tears in your yeah. eyes. Yeah, and I just felt like I was explaining to Leslie that the, the the main part about my story is, you know, yes, something bad happened, but you know, it happened right after something amazing happened personally to me. I felt my fire, my felt it come back, and then it got smashed. But it didn't get smashed because today I'm feeling fucking good. Uh, three days later. Yeah, me too. I feel phenomenal. I think the you know one of the main things we were talking about when all this this negativity, all this stuff happened. I think we were talking about that. It's just. When you're trying to do something great, um, you know it's just not going to be easy, and you're gonna you're gonna run into many many obstacles, and you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of shit that happens um, because you're moving so quickly and you're trying to do something so big um, that it's just if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, and it's really the needle in the haystack in the end that actually gets to build something that's legendary, like Nike. Yeah. Right. And so I was explaining this to Jake when I spoke to him on Thursday, like, look, this is going to happen. It's going to continue happening. And we need to figure out a way to digest these things and then handle them and not get so shook every single time. Yeah. And for the record, uh, I think you're going to hear we've moved on from Hershey's and we're starting to refer to Nike. Um, so, <laughs> bye so bye we, Hershey's. Yeah, they, well, <laughs> no, what we mean by that is it's like, in turn, no, it's the truth though. It, and it's it's no disrespect against it. what we mean no, by it's that. Nike's is, ethos. It's the it's the magnitude of being part of Nike. That fucking thing that you feel like Nike's the goat. fact that when I was a fucking twelve year old, I wanted, I did, I had the Nike tick in my head. I remember fighting with my mom for fucking. I can't even remember because I wanted to get it shaved into the side of my head. <laughs> um, that's power, you know. And so, like, that's what we're trying to aspire to something be something special, something special. And not you, that Hershey's isn't something special. It's just Nike's type Nike. Of special. It's a different type of you special. You are wearing my Nike sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, because crop top. Yeah, because <laughs> so I, I do want to touch it a little bit on on you said the financial health, and so I want everybody that's listening not to feel spooked out. Yeah. Um, it's it's not that Midday Squares is going bankrupt or anything. It's that we demand such a level of excellence and precision from ourselves, our teammates at Midday Squares, that when the planning was scheduled the way it was supposed to be scheduled, we like having a certain buffer that we put in there that's like our... Safety net. Our safety net. And so just things happen, and we were put in a position that we are not able to operate the, the the way we wanted to. That being said, mm -hmm. I think it could be one of the best things that's happened to the company so far when I really think about it. Yeah, it, I think we took the weekend to digest everything and then and then come to a conclusion three ways that we didn't sign up to do this for the money anymore. We signed up to do this to build, to Nike. build Nike and to become, to build a legacy. And, and if we worry about specific things about the business or the end the outcome we won't actually achieve that and so i'd like to touch upon the money component so what we mean by that is we were focused when we were building this company on when we were going to do levels of raises when and and when you raise money you dilute your ownership of the company mm -hmm. and we were fixated on a lot of those channels and how things were going to go and keep in mind 
uh, you know, we'll put our money where our mouth is whenever we need to. But I guess a new reality was presented to us. And what Les means is we're not doing it for the money anymore is we are here to make Nike and whatever we need to do, however many rounds we need to do to do that, whether we need to take the company public, not public, whatever the fuck we need to do we to do, do that, to we survive. will do that. And w- it's no longer about us three. I want to shout out someone that, that, that did that and does that. And uh, I'm reading his book right now. Um, CEO of Zappos. He, he said, it's not about the money. And his whole his whole mentality changed in the company, and they went from a month away being bankrupt to becoming a billion dollar corporation. He wasn't chasing the money; he changed his way of thinking. It was about building a legacy of customer experience. And what did he do? He did exactly that. And the people that worked there embrace it. The people that buy from them embrace it. And I think that that's another legacy brand, well, company um, that 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 could go. Th- the, the, it's their oyster of the world. They can go anywhere with it. And I think that's what we want to do with Midday Squares. And when we all realized that, I think our energies completely went to a different mindset. And it's now allowing us to get that battery recharge and that firepower that we need to go guns blazing, you know? And I do want to jump in and say that I do want to talk about Les, some of this. We spoke about this last podcast. What? Me and topic. Jake are going to know. We're going to... S- you don't have to say you want to jump in. You can just jump in. Oh, no, yeah, but true. I would <laughs> like to say something, um, and I would like to jump in. Preach, thank, baby. Thank you very preach. much. Thank you very much. Is that we did, I want to talk about the solutions and some of the things that we actually did over the last few days that could be helpful to other mm-hmm. people listening that might have to deal with challenging news or might have to We got to We got to do it in a way because they don't know what happened. We can't reveal precisely what happened. So do it in a way that's still- 100%. So when we found out this news, we had that kind of period to kind of all think together. And then we did t- uh, try to go down the lane of artificial pumping, which didn't work because we- What does artificial used- pumping mean? So artificial pumping is term. where you where you artificially rise each- raise- What's the rise word? Rise each other up. Rise each other fire up. Fire you up. You fire each other up, and it's all artificial because you're so exhausted. The battery's drained, yet you're still pumping all these positive- um, thoughts and 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 your fantasies. Your, it's stuff that doesn't really exist. You're trying to pump each other up. You're trying to make each other feel artificially happy. But sometimes you're just drained, and that artificial pump will not last that long. So you need to understand when it's artificial, and you need to understand when it's actually you actually are regaining that energy and rejuvenating and whatever. So Friday, Thursday to Friday was that artificial stage, and then we had that big explosion on Friday. Mm-hmm. And we took the time to think about everything. I do want to say something, though, like especially people listening, because I, I know we all three of us operate completely different. So it's very important that if you have partners that you guys speak with each other and figure out what you need to do. Like when I get fucked up, like news that like blindsides me, I shut down. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And I just need to go home and, yeah. and I needed to like originally Les was like, let's tackle this right the fuck now. And I'm just <laughs> like, Les, I, I, I can't. I, yeah. Even if I wanted to, I literally cannot tackle this. Like, yeah. I need to go home and just sulk in my in my misery. Yeah, exactly. And so I think, like, exactly, know your partners and know what they need. And we're still learning that. We're not great at it. We're still working on it actively. But I think Friday after we had that big explosion, I think we were all just drained and realized we need to figure out um, what we need every single month or every single weekend in order to, to reboot the battery. Because that's really what we needed. But... Can I say something? It doesn't need to be the weekend or a month. It could be on Monday. It could be on a Thursday. You know, you need to take care of yourself. And I'm talking with you as in all of us. Do you understand? And everyone actually. Because people 
and humans are fragile. They have a point where the body just stops functioning. Your mind stops functioning to the level that you need it to function. And if you keep abusing it and bandaging it, it will it, it will rip off. Keep ripping off. The cut will get bigger. You need stitches sometimes. You got to figure out your stitches. And we need therapy. Fair. And that's yeah. what we do. We need therapy. The one thing that I wanted to bring up mm-hmm. is that, and then I'll even get into the, the message we were talking about, was Jake really brought home in his epic fucking speech that, like, we will not survive this journey. We have all these plans. We have all these meetings. On Every quarter, we sit down with our board. We talk about what's happening. Every year, we plan and present what's going to happen. And never once in those fucking plans do we write down how is Jake going to keep his battery fully charged throughout this experience? Mm-hmm. How is Les going to keep his battery full, her battery fully charged? <laughs> how is Nick going to do that? And it hit me that we never have those conversations. And like a fucking Tesla that you need to come mm-hmm. home every night, plug into the wall so it gets the battery. Um, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. And I believe, so I believe like what what really happened when I went home was my battery was completely drained. And so one of the things that I we, we spoke, Jake, do you want to pull up the message um, that we spoke back and forth, but we were kind of on the on the weekend. This is what I was trying to say, forth. but you did bring my point home. I just it's okay. It's too babe. much it's, in my head and yeah. the words didn't come out. It's all good. That's why By we, the way, I just discovered something about myself for everybody yeah, on tell, that's tell, listening. Tell everybody. Is so I actually have this thing where I speak out loud a lot. But I don't always per se believe what I'm saying. So I need to actually say it out loud. I'm like, I need to get it out like an extrovert. An extrovert. And then once it's out, I need to actually think about it and then say, yes, that is a truth. I believe that. And then and it could piss some people off it sometimes. Could, well, it pisses you off sometimes. But let's well, be honest, you're the only one who gets pissed off by it. But <laughs> now you're learning to be understanding that I might just be talking to hear myself and then validate what I'm saying. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, wait. I so, think Jake found it. Yeah. No, so I, I basically, you know, we all took our battery recharge and we all went and we all went our separate ways um, that Friday, right? And the next day, I, 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 I couldn't help myself but write this. And I wrote, as I woke up this morning, dot, 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 one sentence kept ringing in my head over and over and over again. And it was, we have a once in a lifetime opportunity here to achieve something great. Something where 99% of the world might not be able to do. Might not get the chance. Might not get the chance to. And whatever way you spin it or look at it, we actually might have a chance of building the next biggest chocolate snacking company or the next Nike. And I know it sounds very confident that, but it's something that needs to be struck into our heads because of how depleted we were and how much how much exhaustion actually just came from us and how we felt and how where our energy was at. Because to be honest, Nick was in a really, really, really bad place. And I was, I was, I wasn't losing confidence in you. I was losing confidence in your energy to to pick yourself back up and fight this battle that we need you to fight with us. Because this war, this war would not go anywhere without you in it. You know, the three of us, the tripod. Yeah. It, we lose the war yeah. otherwise. So when one soldier falls, we all fall. And you know, you can't tell someone what to do. I can't tell Nick go do this. He needs to figure out himself what what it was. And I think that's something we realized on that Friday was we all need to do it ourselves and realize it ourselves without the suggestions or output from the others or anybody in your life really exactly just, and we did it yeah we we no joke well we're working on it but, but we took it a step an initiative yeah, so exactly. what i do want to bring back is um what i mean by privilege is i we, guys we've all everybody listening that we've all been fighting for we say it all the time entrepreneurship is something we've all been actively trying to do for 10 fucking years mm-hmm. 
and it is not easy. You just keep swinging. And what I mean is the opportunity has presented itself and we're not going to fucking let it go. Yeah. That's it. And and same to you, all you fucking entrepreneurs going out there. When but it that, requires a lot of personal work. Yeah. When that opportunity presents itself, put the pedal to the metal. So moving on to it's actually brought up. It was a perfect segue into what is marketing really? And I want to define that. I know we've touched about it on the last show, but like, let's really talk about what that means to what's, what is a fucking brand? When, what do we mean when we say you got to be Nike and how do you even go about doing that? So um, simple, one sentence, something bigger than the product you're selling. Yeah. That's it. I think exactly. Hey, hey, story. Fuck, Jake, where the fuck? I got to admit, it's tr- uh, guys, I got I to gotta tell you the truth. I, I'm getting too fired up from t- from Tony Heish. I, I, I don't know if that's how to pronounce his last name, that but is the CEO of Zappos, he fires me up like another level. And it made me realize that we, there's a lot of similarities there. And when I realized that that's what we're trying to do here, it's that simple. Simplicity is beautiful. It's so clear. We all just realize. Guys, realized. Jake's reading about a book a week, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> not a joke. By the way, that's not a joke. Yeah, you know, I know it's not Disney's a joke. Disney's next. Be our guest. Jake's on a whole, and we'll put up, you know what, Jake, we'll put up the your library. book, your book library online for everybody. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm on it too, but we're going to put up the book library of just everything Jake and I are reading. Sophia actually shared uh, from earlier in the show. She sa- shared with me a book I'm currently reading. So that's my opinion. That being said. Yeah, so, so exactly. I think there's multiple areas of, uh, of marketing, but I think what we like to focus on here is like Jake said, first of all, the story, something that's bigger than the product and brand, right? And and for us, brand is really the story of entrepreneurship. Um, but I think marketing in itself is, you need to define what marketing means to you in whatever world you're in. I, it's it's hard I, to really- I disagree with that. Really? Yeah, I, re- okay, I really Okay, so do. what do you really define as marketing? I, and sh- everybody in here can shoot me if I'm wrong. <laughs> so what I mean by is marketing has many- Legs, yeah, in that's the company. Was, yeah, many that's legs, many legs, but yeah. that is not what it is. It's this is where I think every company fucks up is that they think that marketing is like mechanics, that it's a function that you do, you do X, Y, and Z, and the outcome is B, let's call it. It is not marketing, is not the act of putting out a picture or the act of putting out a video or the act of putting out uh, a logo. Marketing is taking the narrative that you want and you believe in yourself and projecting that through the tools of marketing, which are social media, how you do your PR. Well, yeah, exactly. But those are just tools. You you have many components of marketing. Like, for example, in our business, marketing works directly with sales. How can we support stores? Well, But the the question that the, uh, and it's shout out Jesse Attar, Um, I even have your ad handle, I'll do it. She asked was, what is marketing and what is brand? So I think there's that confusion. There is a confusion, right? Well, no, but they are hand in hand. But brand is a story that you tell. That's what brand is. But everything amplifies from that. Can I argue that um, if you have a brand, you're not doing marketing. And I'll tell you what I mean by that is because a brand has built something bigger than its product like we discussed before. Marketing, in my opinion, a lot of the time in corporate world, how I see it, is is advertisements, is 
is pictures like we're just talking about. It's stuff to push product sales. It is. It's, sell, it's, it's, it's selling. It's, it's things to sell, yes. And a brand like Nike, I find when I, when I, I know we're talking about Nike a lot, but just because we all love them. But Nike got, does amazing marketing. But is it marketing or is it of that they just built a marketing. good brand? No, it's it's both. They go hand in hand. That's what I'm saying. Like, for example, in Nike. I think we're all speaking the same language are, again. Right. In Nike, in right, languages. they build communities, right? And these communities are part of their marketing. Like, so they start with their athletes. They start with how they show their Do athletes. Do you claim this statement to be true? Marketing is a tool to amplify the brand's narrative. Yes or no? Yes. Jake. So I, yeah, I guess because it's a tool to, to, to get it out there. Yeah. Like to just do a, a very wow a, wow pipeline. Wait, pipeline. give us what happened there. Uh, 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 minion, minion talk. <laughs> okay, go. No, but I think the idea is like marketing is a way to market your product to a consumer in a way that's digestible using your brand story. Like I think at the end of the day, like when we do when we support stores and stuff, we're finding out ways to give the stores, uh, whether it's material um, or or whether it's marketing through digital or non-digital things, to help their customer have education on the product or to have visibility. So like you're working with influencers to help drive uh, consumers to the store. That's in marketing. Yeah, but ultimately our goal is always to get the touch point, no matter how people interact with midday squares. Our single-handed main goal is to make sure that they get introduced to the founders. Yeah, to and, the brand and then the product. Yeah, and and the founders are the, the, the storytellers of our brand. That's what we're doing it for. We're using this as a platform to tell the story of entrepreneurship because that's what we're fucking trying mm -hmm. to do here. And at the end of the day, once people are part of that narrative is when the brand can really start to come through. You know, I think that our brand touch points are, aren't marketing. And I'll tell you why. I think, you know, the way we speak to our consumers, um, whatever, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, email, whatever it is, touch point in store, this is not marketing. This is us. This is who we it are as people. It is us, but it's still marketing because it is selling the product. So like what I want to say is marketing is, is a few things. Marketing is a tool that we use to sell product. And then how you use it is really up to you. But there's just like marketing literally touches every department in a business. I think the consumers do marketing for brands and not the opposite. I, but that's still part of a marketing strategy. Like marketing does PR, marketing does store support, marketing does um, um, community support, marketing does customer activations, marketing does social medias. But not customer service. It's no, not marketing. but they it don't. is marketing. But I don't think so. because If you're giving your customer a good experience, they're gonna buy the product. That's a form of marketing. So everybody on the show, you're getting to see a, a perfect example of when Les, Jake, and I speak different languages, but speak the same language. <laughs> Um, the, the, the marketing component is Les, I'm going to take a strong hands. I completely disagree with what you're saying. Um, I think it's, I think marketing is a tool and, and the, the, the thing that I'm really trying to get across to the audience and is that a brand is all about narrative mm -hmm. and you just need to find your narrative. But that's branding. I know that, but the but question was, what's marketing? No, they didn't. The question was, what is marketing? different than branding exactly what are those they're two, two very different things yes and so what i'm trying to say though is if you don't have your brand figured out you absolutely cannot do marketing marketing no matter what you do means nothing without a brand narrative. still disagree 
I think it depends what you're trying to do. If you're trying to build a brand, then that's one story. But if you're trying to just market this bottle, that's a commodity, you can figure out how to market it. Fair. That is actually a very good point. That is a very good point. There is a ton of people. So, okay, there we go. Marketing is a tool. I think we got somewhere. <laughs> Marketing is a tool to sell commodities. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. It, and a brand doesn't mark. It's not trying to sell a product. It should just be natural because you're telling the narrative that, that allows people to be part of the same a community brand as you. Is, a brand is trying to create a human connection and an emotional connection to something, which is usually whatever it is you want it to be, right? Depending on what your brand is, depending on what your 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 values are, what you're trying to have people relate to, what, what, your, what community you're trying to welcome them to, right? So as we go on to the next topic, I, I would like to just get consensus here so our, our audience has consensus. Brand, I feel, and we all agree, is the art of telling the proper narrative, whichever that yes. is that it relates to you. Over here, we are trying to tell the story. And marketing is of, a tool. And marketing is a tool that could be used for brand building, but mostly ends up being used in a way, always as a default, the way you would sell commodities. Uh-huh. And push so, product. Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. what's dangerous is, is if you're trying to build a brand and use commodity marketing strategies, you are going to fail. But that's what yeah. most people do. Yes, exactly. that is a problem. And I think, I think to be honest, we nailed it directly on the head. When I read Jassy Attar's question, it sounds like she was confused between those two things because they are very confusing when you're trying to sell commodities versus selling a brand. And I think that building a brand is where the challenges are. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's the hardest. That's probably the hardest yeah. thing to do. Shoe Dog talks about this great book, by the way, from the Nike founder. Yeah, I gotta it's, read it. yeah. It's. I mean, shoes are a commodity, and they had to sell something that wasn't a commodity, it's and true. they used the storytelling of athletes to do that. Yeah. I and mean, so, anybody who's listening to this uh, podcast, check out on our IGTV the power of storytelling. Yeah, we'll actually put, put it on the, the show notes. Yeah. Um. So that brings us to another thing: is what's the hardest part about wanting to be so public about everything, but sometimes we get stuck, you know, Ooh, it's that's like, a good question. yeah, it's, mm. you know, at the end I find for me is you end up living in a real world and a real world. We have competitors. We have people out there that are looking to not see midday squares, best interest at hand. And I think if it was up to us, we'd show fucking everything. No. Mm-hmm. Well, Almost. Almost. Can I, 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 I would like to say something. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> Les, you are allowed to say something. I know, I get it. I'm on a podcast and I have a mic. I can talk when I want. Um, but no, no, no. But seriously, I actually do not like really kind of exposing myself all the time and showing every aspect of my life. I think... I do love it and I think that the world is owed to see what what is really going on behind closed doors within a startup or any company, you know, any business and especially for us, you know, family business and all of that. But it is hard to put yourself out there like that because it does, in my opinion, for me, it drains my energy. You know, it really does. It drains my energy. And so it is hard to show everything, but we do it. And I think, like I said, like there's, it's bigger than just me and what I feel. And um, I think that a lot of the stuff we show has helped other people um, understand things yeah, in, think, in, a, in a authentic way. But I think it's also just important to really see it. Jake, what, do, you, do you feel ever where you have to, I found today, like I would actually really wanted to get into the story of what happened, right? But we can't, we just can't do it. 
I think I think there's the, I think I think it makes it better that we actually can't go all the way in because I think that way like there should be a sense of privacy for certain people. We have a sense of privacy for I, I guess it's for our board that right that we don't want that out right now. Yeah. Um. So that, that that's someone else. That's someone else that's involved in our business that you know we're trying to protect type of thing. So I think that we just I think we're doing a. A, a great job at going right to the we already passed the the red line but going to the the, the next line but, but before the next line there's no other there's nothing else there's a cliff basically there's a cliff. And, so, and we also have to control and hide all of our trade secrets yeah that for sure that 100 but that's some of the most exciting that, stuff that's the most exciting stuff. which sucks like like yeah. you know like i just want to show everyone our machines you know like yeah. I'm, pr- I'm proud that like, we have it you yeah. know but like can't do it so exactly. I just think we go right to the cliff and sometimes we'll step a little bit above and fall fall apart maybe. That but actually, uh, b- before- We catch each other. Because uh, I, I want to bring that, I, I want something that was a perfect segue. Your father was here. How was it showing him the plant? Take he me was, through he, all the emotions. He freaked, he freaked. No, but take, me, take us through it. Try to- How was it for me or how was it for him? For How was it for you to see your dad going through it and how was it also for him? I mean, just I mean, walk us through it. Jake, were you there when no, you got to do the walk? No, only the ending. The oh. truth is- the people who have seen the equipment, the machines, um, are obviously our close family. And every time I walk in there and turn those lights on and know that I get to go show the machines and walk everybody through it, I feel so proud. I feel... It's like Madison Garden, lights on. It, it, oh, boxing, though. Boxing, oh, yeah, not boxing, hockey, boxing. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson or, or Hurricane comes in. Yeah. It's very euphoric and it, it doesn't even feel real, but... I'm so proud and I guess you saw even when we walked your sister through um, my eyes were were lit up and 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 I just love talking about it. I'm so proud and it's really what fuels me like on Friday even though it was hard and even Thursday was hard I was talking to my friend you know uh, Friday afternoon and I said I'm so passionate about what I do every day I love coming here I'm so proud of what we've accomplished and what we've achieved and where we're going you know and and when I look at the machines it just reminds me about how far we've come and how evolved you know how evolved we are as a company a good way to end is to say like what what fires you up and then I'll be in, I, I have an answer different answer than you so you got fired up by the machines the I, machines I, fucking okay, so fire that gets me you up. going oh, that gets man. me going too to a certain yeah. extent but I really wasn't part of that process and I'm proud that you you know I'm proud of the business the entity that we were able to do that but what really gets me going every single day and like when I'm feeling down is going through the text messages that we have with our customers and what they have to say feedback and whether it's bad or good it just Someone taking the time to try and help us. Think about that. They're taking five minutes of their day, 10 minutes of their day to give us suggestions, feedback, whatever it is, that gets me going every day. And that's why, you know, when, when, when I wrote that message earlier that I talked about, I, I was reading um, a bunch of the text messages from our customers. Oh yeah. There's, there's nothing like it. So what, gets those customers. what gets me going? Whoa. That's a one thing. Though. That's a loaded question. One thing, just like we answered one thing. Uh, knowing that this, this I, I said it on another show, knowing that because to date we have over over a million bars that have been in circulation out there, but the fact that raw materials enter this building, raw materials, if you guys saw, they come in in boxes that have no 
soul, no identity, <laughs> no anything, not even flavor. If you ate half the shit that we put in the bar <laughs> by itself, it tastes horrible. Okay, but it's healthy for you. It is very healthy for you. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying the end product that we do is fucking phenomenal. That's, that's what I'm so proud of. But it's watching the raw materials go into the plant and come out as midday squares, that fucks me up. That brings me back to like when I was a fucking kid. I actually saw it with my nephew today when he was walking the plant. He's he's eight years old. He was looking at those fucking <laughs> machines the way I used to look at like how it was made on like YTV or something when we were younger. Yeah, YTV, he was freaking out. I don't know if our US people that listen to this, YTV was just a kid's channel, you know, in, in Canada. I was actually on YTV. Don't even... Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I was. Why were you on YTV? Because I was on 15 Love. It was a show. Lol. <laughs> Where were you on that show? I, I was. I didn't have a big part. I was like, I had a few lines. What the fuck haven't you done? Uh, not Cut sure. grass. <laughs> I've cut grass before. <laughs> I'm going to throw up, by the way. So, no, can, I, can I say something before Go we end it. this whole podcast? Very simple. Leslie just did it two seconds ago. And Nick, you and I always tell her not to do this. Um, you know, when someone's trying our product, uh, whether it's a, a reform, whether it's a new flavor, Leslie somehow gets so fired up that she starts to like suggest like these fantasies, like the wording like planty. I'm like, you know, she made that word up, I think. And she tells the people what she wants to actually hear inside. Jake, you're literally obsessed. And I get rattled by it because it's not just about planty. It's about other things too. Like, oh, no, no. But it's like, it's like this, right? Before they even get it in their mouth. So what do you expect? You are so bad at that. Les is the queen of false positives. Yeah, so false. like she, if you guys have ever watched the movie Inception, she puts the movie Inception to to shame. She fucking gets in I people's- I accepted you to, to yeah. fall in love with me. That's yeah. bad, buddy. Oh, that's a, that's a story for another time. Les basically <laughs> incepted- our marriage, uh, you did this. You, I, I say it was the world's biggest foist. It's the hottest thing. You foisted me into marrying you. Yeah. I'm still unsure. She's the I'm peanut gallery. I'm actually still unsure how it happened. Like, I'm <laughs> like, what? I'm married? My, my dad is unsure too. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is. It's so low. It's so um, low. Good times, good times, guys. Um, no, but I did want to say something for other people, entrepreneurs, um, and, and everybody who listens to this podcast. I think, you know, something we just talked about, which is what oh, fires, preach, babe, preach. What fires you preach. up. The, I sun's think, a, the, the sun's peeking into the studio. Stop interrupting me. Thank preach. you. <laughs> She's going to start sweating soon. Preach. Okay. My, my armpits are sweating sin by, right now. So what I wanted to say is I think small wins are really important. And sometimes just taking a moment to see what you've done or what you've built. I know I've mentioned it before, but I agree. Like reading the messages or, you know, seeing what you've achieved, seeing what you've done just really makes you feel good. And it's important to connect with that. And we live in such a fast-paced life that sometimes when you actually do slow down, um, I don't know, you feel great. You feel you you have that fuel that you need. Yeah, I don't even. You know, when you say what you just said, does I, it make sense? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> it, it absolutely does make sense. It's all I want to. I want to leave the audience with with one major thing today. Is and we I think we speak about this a lot together, and I think we're all starting to figure out is. Not every game of entrepreneurship is made the same. Yes. So what do I mean by that? I mean that it's okay to create a commodities company. It's okay mm-hmm. to sell a non-branded item on Amazon or in Costco. It's okay to create a family business that doesn't need to scale to $100 million. It's okay to do whatever the fuck you want to do because that's what being free is all about. But... 
know what fucking game you are playing and don't try to play another game. And so if you are playing basketball, play fucking basketball. Don't try to play hockey or don't try to play baseball. And all that means is for us as a brand, and if you are going to build a brand, it is important that you stay on offense at all times. And that when shit gets fucking weird or you get stressed and all of your anxiety is telling you to start to play defense, that you actually step on the fucking gas and play even bigger offense at that point in Agreed. time. Yes, but it still has to make sense and still can't be careless. It can't be careless. Yeah, that's I'm very not, important to... Because to, not, not everybody will take that the way you're saying it. I'm not condoning reckless play behavior. To win. Reckless is not, uh, you know, not the way to go. No, I, I think... Some, Say that. What You just said a beautiful you, word. You got to play to win. And, yeah. and, you know, I think that's something that a lot of people forget. They fear that and then they go into that defensive mode that you're talking about and that's just to defend what they have. It's not to go after. But I think something important about when shit hits the fan is, you know, sometimes, I, in my opinion, this, this is different than yours, but sometimes, you know, if you're not trying to scale to that point that you're trying to be in the speed that we are trying to go in, like yeah. everyone has their own type Correct. of game. Yeah. In our game that we're doing... We need to be that offense yeah. at all costs. A hundred percent. But not everyone, like you said, when you have a commodity and you have no inventory to hold, it's drop shipping and yeah. I don't know what you're doing. You're you maybe you don't have high rents and stuff like that. You could take your time to play that defense during that time, but don't forget about where you're going and what game you're actually playing. I think that's the the key factor. A lot of check ins. Yeah. yeah. Play to win and don't play to not lose. Yeah. And on that note, it is Sunday and we are out and like we always say I don't give a fuck what day it is for you just kill it kill it no 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 no. that was the ugliest ending that look when you turned off I couldn't look at him I couldn't even I don't even know what just happened by the way it was a vile motion you just did I can't even I can't look at it let's do that on three two one ole 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 Ole, ole. Go out and kill it, baby.